Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's the Crew Love Show. I'm your host, DJ A Star. And I'm Brian Patrick Davis, aka the Black Socialite, the POA reporting live from 285. What's up, y'all? I am your favorite videographer, HD. And we are the Crew Love Show, peeling back all layers on behind the scenes creatives and professionals. The culture connectors. Woo woo. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, HD. And it's Brian Patrick Davis, the POA, reporting live from 285. And it's your girl, DJ A-Star. And we are the, the Crew Love Show. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. They, they over here shooting fireworks, and <laughs> I just got scared. Okay, anyway. So today we have a very special, everybody's special to me. Yes. I feel like if you're on this show, you do you know special. that they say that if everybody's special, no one's special? Okay, so this one is like He's special. I don't know the best. We have a special guest today. Yeah, now, now she's special again. Yeah. I, she's special to me. I've known her the go longest. Ahead, go ahead, Brian. Go ahead, Tahira. Hey, hey, yay! Hi, Tahira. Y'all, I literally <laughs> have known this woman. Oh, okay. For so long. Tell us your age. Yes. No, don't tell. No. no. Come on, Brian. Tell us how old you are. No. We've just lived many lives. <laughs> many lives. <laughs> many lives since we've known each other. Many lives. Yeah. Not in multiple circles. Like, we, we have, we're young enough to still be fly, okay. but old enough to have errors attached to our name. <laughs> to have wisdom. There's yes. some errors, you know. Yeah, every, def- every life should have errors. But you know what, Tahira? I, that's perfect that you said that. I want you to talk about not just what you do now, but talk about those eras that led up to you becoming the Tahira that everybody sees, everybody knows, everyone loves. Listen, I don't know if everybody knows, but definitely the black beauty yes. world yes. knows. And I'm a person that if the culture feels me and they know me, then I'm I'm good. I'm yes. good. But yes, founder of The Cut Life, for those that are familiar, been on social media since 2013. Forever. So this is our <laughs> 10-year anniversary. Wow. This year. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Oh, yes. I love the sound effect. I love a good sound effect. <laughs> yes. And it, was, it started off being about short hair and just inspiration for that. Because you did a big chop, correct? I did. Um, actually, when I was in college... And my first haircut was horrible, and I grew it back out. But then I, the Rihanna yep. rain that won't let up <laughs> uh-huh. was going on. And I said, okay, now I think I have a cut that I want to try. And I tried it again and wore my hair short for nearly 10 years. Yeah, you um, did. It's long now, but that was just due to the pandemic and letting it grow. And now I'm just kind of in a playful phase. But people follow the cut life primarily for short hair inspiration Black hairstyles overall and hairstylists that contribute mm-hmm. to the looks that you see. 1.5 million followers and counting. Hey, listen. So, you know, chopper, no, chopper. big thing. Little, yeah. little dance for that. Uh-huh. Insights um, on facts. But yeah, Brian, who has known me for a very long time, he met me when I was publicist to Hera. Yes. And he was behind the scenes, not in front of the camera with the microphone. (laughs) (laughs) 
no. we shall not name media outlets because unless they're cutting a check to sponsor this <laughs> podcast, I mean, y'all, you know, right. right. if you know, you know. Yes, yes. But yeah, we connected working in the music and entertainment scene in Atlanta. Brian on the media side, me on the PR side. So obviously, it's a marriage made in heaven. Let me yes. tell you something. <laughs> If you was outside, you was going to see Tahira. (laughs) Tahira was always outside, nigga. It didn't matter. During that time, Tahira, I feel like we were seeing each other at least once a week. Yes. But that was my outside era. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it was. That was my outside era, era too. But we were literally seeing each other all the time. Everywhere. And it's crazy. Everyone has a start and a lot of People ask, like, how did you even get into PR, working in that lane? I went to Georgia State University. Go Panthers. Okay, Georgia State. Go Panthers. Real GSU. Yes, yes. And interned at Radio 1, Hot 107.9 to be exact. Mm -hmm. So I come from the era of... Ryan Cameron, Ryan Cameron and Emperor Cersei, yes. Miss Shanika, mm-hmm. Rashawn yes. Ali, yes. like all the people. And from there, uh, spent about a year or so there, worked like I was getting paid. I know sometimes people aren't doing that nowadays, but <laughs> worked like I was getting paid and I was not. And then went on to intern for Little John's BME recording. So the whole start of the crunk era, I was Right, she was there. right there. That's why you was outside. Look, <laughs> little, little scrappy crime mob, Trillville, yes. the whole thing. And I can't say crime mob without shouting out my sister, my actual sister, Aisha, who wrote and created stilettos. Uh-huh. Pumps. Fun fact. And who ever thought yeah. that these girls would uh-huh. get crunk? We rock a stiletto, yes. ho. But wait, wait, wait. With Princess and Diamond. The record. So shout out to my girl. Let's, let's, yeah. let's put it out there because Diamond just dropped this, this gem on another pocket. Shout out to the progress report. The record was already made, right? Oh, and Princess. Yeah. Yes. She just said it that the record was already made, mm-hmm. but one person didn't want to get on the record. Because yes. it, it did, it wasn't produced. It was by... a production situation. Yep. So Princess, her brother Little Jay is a producer, yep. and so she has an ear for music. Mm-hmm. Both of them do. Uh, my sister created the track with a friend of ours that's a producer and created the concept, you know, for the hook and everything, and presented it. They weren't too keen on the track, but they were interested mm-hmm. in the lyrics. In the lyrics. So uh-huh. they redid the track, and Stilettos was born. On the original album version, I believe my sister has a verse, verse. on there. Mm-hmm. You yep. see what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. this is lit. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, yeah. like, yeah. yeah. we, we Atlanta Hersery. Yeah. 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 We love that. Yeah. We love that. Yeah, so, you know, and there's... I could do a whole podcast about that whole story, but I just wanted to, you know, give a quick shout out. But yeah, worked over there. Orlando McGee was the marketing director at the time. So I worked under him and just built really great relationships. My first paying job mm-hmm. was an assistant to my boy Motown Lee, who was managing oh, 8-Ball wow. and MJG at the uh-huh. time. Yeah, so I was go. deep in them Southern rapping yes. roots. Okay. Yes. <laughs> worked with him as an assistant, booking flights and doing all wow. the things. And... Worked in corporate for a little bit, executive assisting, office managing, hated it. (laughs) And while I was doing that, people that I interned with previously, specifically Hot 107.9, they knew I had a PR background. 
and they said, hey, we're doing birthday bash and we need a publicist. Our budget isn't big, but do you want to take a stab at it? So I'm at my job at the time creating press releases. And actually, no, let me take it back. That wasn't even the first event. I'm going to see how Atlanta y'all are. I don't know who's from here and who's We not. all are from oh, all here. All okay. So if you are Atlanta... Atlanta, Atlanta. Uh-huh. Then you know about the Heal the Hood concert. Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. During Hurricane Katrina. <laughs> absolutely, time. yeah. So like my was first paid young. big PR job was actually wasn't even paid. It was just an opportunity mm. to do PR for the Heal the Hood concert mm-hmm. at what was Phillips Arena. Arena at the yeah. time. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. yes. And so, but it was a great, it was a great opportunity. A because it was for charity. We were raising money to help people you know, that we're dealing with that at the time. But then it was also a great look for me because every major artist in yeah. hip hop that was popping, they, they were, yes, yeah. their yeah. people had to come in contact. It was an easy way to get all the Atlanta media mm-hmm. on my list. So that's really where it started. And just saying, hey, I'll do this for free. I'm good at organizing the people yeah. and just made it happen. And then from there, Press for birthday bash happened mm-hmm. for several years. The Dirty Awards. Uh huh. Oh, wow. Yes. I, and I'm probably aging <laughs> myself. No, by you're not. Do you know? Well, well, am I am thinking about She's like, let me well, add, well, add it up. She's like, that's too bad. I know exactly what a grade I was in. Look. You know, you know, not what grade. <laughs> but no, but, but see, to hear what you're saying, though, it's so funny. Like, this has kind of been a theme of this show, like talking about people that have really come up and like paid their dues, mm-hmm. like really started at a level where it was like yeah nigga I'm finna do this shit for free mm-hmm. and it's and it's crazy yeah. because like the people that I know that I'm that I fuck with like the greatest people they all started off telling that story. One of my mentors, Ethiopia. Yes, she, Ethiopia. She started that same way. She was working for free, mm-hmm. trying to be around the people that she wanted to be like and she was the youngest yes. black female president. I mean, label. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, beyond. Yeah. Yes, yes. So I love that you can tell that story about like how you started working, but not really working because you wasn't getting paid, right, but right. you was working like you was getting paid. And that's where, you know, it's the proof in the passion mm-hmm. for what you do um, when you're able to do it and not get paid. And do I agree that you should not get paid forever? And hell no, you right, know, yeah. get your money. Yeah. But there's no clear cut entryway into what we do. Entertainment. I mean, there's so many roads to yeah. what you want to do. So many ways to discover it. And that time as a college student starting out interning, I had ideas in my head of what I wanted to do, but there was no way for me to really know until I was in there and getting the actual experience. And that's what led me to know, okay, okay, I think I I like this, but I don't like this. And, mm-hmm. oh, I didn't even know this job existed until I got in the mix of it all. And at the time, PR was just a way to satisfy all my loves I could be on photo shoots and video shoots I can deal with the media like all different things work with the talent Mm -hmm. so it kind of satisfied everything but I guess if we fast forward anyone that's worked in music specifically Uh (laughs) I'm gonna be specific because tv film music these are different areas they're all different and music in Atlanta I mean we definitely have been reigning for quite some time which I love and I'm proud of my contribution to that but it it can be draining it can be tiring and And fickle as well. yes and I was at a point 
around 2013 when the cut life came up where Instagram was becoming more of a thing. You're hearing about influencers, like what's an influencer, like mm-hmm. all of that. And I don't know. I just was looking at content online. I didn't see a lot about short hair specifically. And I wanted something that I could look at to see which styles I wanted to rock. Mm-hmm. And that's really how the page got started. And it took me about a year to simultaneously still do PR and build the page before I completely left PR in 2014. Oh, and I got a shout out. I can't tell the story without even running it back to some of my fave clients from the PR days because when I have the platform, you got to speak on the people yes. that you love. Yes, right? absolutely. So, Luda Day Weekend, I also did yes. PR for Luda Day Weekend uh-huh. for seven years. Yes. So, yes, met so many great people. Ludacris is one of the most amazing clients I've ever worked with. Super professional. Mm-hmm. Anytime you get a chance to be in his presence, you're going to learn something. Mm-hmm. And you know why he has longevity mm-hmm. when you meet him. And you realize that really quickly. And Shaka Zulu, who I love. Shout, who, out. shout out to Shaka. Shout out to Shaka. Yeah, shout out to Shaka. He's my big brother. He raised a lot of us in Atlanta Absolutely. and put a lot of us on. Absolutely. So I always have to pay my respect to him. And my manager, um, Aisha Obafemi, who's Shaka's sister. We but love Aisha. You know, she is a boss in her own right. I love her dearly. Um, and also he and the, and the whole family, Jeff, Jay, everyone over there, mm-hmm. they know I love with them, love them, you know, to the death of me. I love them. So Keisha Knight Pulliam also okay. was one of the clients that I worked with on the talent side in acting. That was like my premier client that I worked with mostly. And at one point, I was her publicist and her assistant. So I was oh, traveling wow. with her You was doing the most. Everything. Doing the utmost. <laughs> right. um, but Just learned so much from her. So... Every Wait, era. y'all, why was she saying Keisha Knight Pulliam in my mind? I saw Keisha Lance Bottom. Oh, my God. crazy when my hair was short and she was running oh, for yes. the mayoral race. People, people thought that always she... ask if I was related so to her. So maybe that's why she I got it. That's how they got it. That's how she got the job. And I got the chance to meet her and everything, but it was just like, we're not Everyone, you know, fair skin with, you know, short hair is not related. you But she's beautiful. I'm not mad at her. But ain't nothing about me political. <laughs> right. I, I do vote, but no, for real, that's you know, it. You know the issue. I know the issue. But you're not trying to be a part of it. No, them. no, no. I'm not. Suit and tie is not is not my vibe Us at all. Either. But yeah, um, yeah, Keisha Knight Pulliam, so amazing. And I think that era, I guess that grind era, outside era, grind mm-hmm. era, was definitely it was like my graduate school. Like my mm. mom always wanted me to go to graduate school. I don't know why. I was like, mm. you know, when you're in entertainment, anyone yeah. who's in it knows. Your parents are always like, so what else? You right, right, right. So what's the next move? Let me tell you something. That's that's so funny <laughs> that you, you say that to your and then be like, oh, or <laughs> or until they see you on TV, right? <laughs> see you with somebody. And that's they're like, oh, that's what this my is dad. Because my dad is an educator, mm-hmm. and so that was when my dad was like, oh, okay. Like I remember somebody flew me somewhere to do something on BET. Like they were doing this, you know, when I was working for that publication that yes. we were talking about. They did like a special on us, and my dad was like, oh, okay, so. I see it. You do be doing something with your life. You got, you got a little work going yeah. on. Uh, I was like, no, Dad, you don't have to pay for me to go to New York. They're putting me up. He was like, oh, people actually want to talk to you? 
Yes. <laughs> Listen. And and then, you know, you have the other people who see those opportunities that you're getting and think that it's all glamour. That's the flip oh, yeah. side. Mm, and they realize, yeah. you know, it's 80% all of the work, work. that you don't see uh-huh. and 20% glamour. But it'll test you. Yeah. But that's how you know if, if you're in the right space and doing what you love. But, again, you know, I got to a point where I'm like, I know there's more mm. that I'm so, supposed to be doing. Mm. And I wanted something of my own. I feel like all of my time was about everyone else's brand mm-hmm. and everyone else's agenda you know Mm -hmm. or objective I should say and Mm -hmm. I'm like okay so what do I want so it was really a hobby that turned into a business because at the time I had a friend Kimberly Walker who was a copywriter in the beauty world okay and she saw me start the Instagram page she's like (laughs) you know being my little friend like okay this is cute or whatever and once she started the traction come I think we were only at maybe 1,500 followers. So that myth of you have to have a lot of followers to have engagement or partnerships is not true. Um, But she was like, you know what? I see something with this. It's a niche because natural hair is like the Mm -hmm. thing, but there's really not a space for the short hair girls, the pixies. Nobody's talking about it. No one's talking talking about about it. it. So she had a brand that I will not name because they're not giving us a check for the, the crew love, love show, show. right? They but, um, <laughs> yeah, they sponsored my first event, and so when I saw that, oh, a brand will actually pay mm-hmm. to be a part of yep. something that I'm doing and let me kind of rock and do me, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, there's something here. When did you feel that transition from it being a hobby to a business? Like, how long did that take? I would say probably within the first six months of starting. Oh, that's quick, oh, yeah, though, because is. I was getting. I mean. One was the engagement was crazy. You could tell there was a need because the engagement was moving at a really, really rapid pace. I mean, we hit 100,000 like within months. It was kind of nuts. And then, you know, brand partnerships, brand interests. I mean, there was a solid few years where I don't think I ever pitched a brand. They were just coming saying, hey, this is a space for our products to live that we didn't have anymore. Or even stylists saying, hey, you know, everyone's DIY, but we're not getting the love as licensed stylists. But you're showing our work and helping us get more clientele or increase their social media exposure. So they started advertising. So that became another lane to create revenue. And it's just grown from there. And 10 years later, now I'm still like in a, place of pivoting into more that we can talk about but i'm gonna let you guide the conversation no no no, no i'm just so amazed because go. let me tell y'all mm-hmm. i remember like finding the cut life on instagram years ago and i was so excited because my mom had short hair she's always had short hair but she specifically had short hair at this moment and i went home like mom look at these hairstyles and even that literally a month ago i have my i'm, I'm cutting my hair I'm going to get a bob. Yes, the fuck I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but bob my inspiration like- <laughs> picture is from the cut. Line. I love it. Yes. I love it. So now we got to uh-huh. post the before and after with yes. the insult. You're right. Yeah, I get my we got to have a whole yes. content situation. And HD, she is the queen of content. She I love is, it. She is Princess. one of the most <laughs> talented. I don't like to call you a videographer. I like to call you a filmmaker. Oh, oh. Take She's yes. one of the most talented <laughs> filmmakers slash videographers that I've ever met so fast so really knows how to tell a story with under 15 seconds like she's she's and i'm like mental note because you know it's all content you know and ace is also queen of content as well social media media guru she is all of those things so 
you know, she not isn't playing. She right not cutting her hair though. This <laughs> she might cut. This. I'm she's, definitely cutting my. She's, 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 you might miss the ponytail on no, those easy days. It is not the pony. I'm cutting for the lifestyle. Okay. I want. I, I feel like it has to go. At some point, in so th- what look are we going to hear? Okay. Do not I believe mean, none she's of not this. Okay. That she's, let all she's indulge because all okay. indulge. You're wasting your time. Not You're wasting your time. Bow wow, but bow wow, Omarion. Let me hold you. Oh, okay, that, okay, that's okay. my hair okay. that I'm looking for. Okay. So a good be able to jump in the shower. Wash condition, Okay, but to hear, look at what Ace's hair looks like. She's not gonna cut that shit. She's one of those girls. She's not cutting that hair. Your hair, your hair is. But the cut light was on my podcast and my show. So hey, who knows? Maybe it's the birthday coming up. To hear, told you before that she can that she can hook you up with some stylist. But you know, so look, content around anyone wanting to cut my hair is going to be crazy just because if yes. it's the big hair and people go crazy over the big hair if i have the big hair out and i'm like hey y'all, i want to cut it the internet is gonna go out no absolutely i want to be there but <laughs> anyway but i do want to talk about what right right i do want to talk about crew love and like what our show is about and obviously it's about the behind the scenes we're very much behind the scene creative celebrities to the celebrities and like that resume that LinkedIn profile uh, rundown receipt. So <laughs> here, <laughs> don't do LinkedIn. You. No, I'm just telling I you. Girl, link- oh, well, you know, I'm I just got back list. on LinkedIn like days ago. <laughs> I, I, I'm over here, but I was like, I felt like I should be on there, but then I'm yeah. still not certain. I'm the same way, why. but I, I just. But if LinkedIn it. wants to like partner what? and give me reasons <laughs> why go. I should right. stay, hey, so you have a LinkedIn? Of course, I, I have a LinkedIn. I run somebody's LinkedIn. I run four pages on a LinkedIn. So yeah, I have it. But I'm talk about the resume alone because baby you're in this thing now and i'm let me tell you how young and old i am i have the ticket from the concert that i was awarded i'm trying to i was trying to find my email i can't find it but i remember getting the ticket and like something happening couldn't go but my parents thought i was at that concert they which one the hill the hood right yeah so i won i must have called in or something you're probably like four <laughs> no, I was damn near I about had to fucking be, four. Like right, right before high school, like eight, probably eighth grade, wow. and I yeah. won the tickets from the radio station. So I called in and I won them. But whatever happened, the, my ride or like the other person that got to go with me, my parents were like, "You can go with who?" They wanted to go do some family things, so we went to like the family party. And they're like, "Oh, we're gonna go, we're gonna go!" And so the adult that was supposed it. to take us never took us, wow. and so I can remember like. This is probably like what MySpace Facebook day, and that was a Facebook. free. Concert. That was a free concert. Yes, but you had to you had to get the what's called you so, had to get the tickets. And yes. what I would see all the artists get pop, pop, pop popping up on the Facebook. I'm like, where? Why are we there? Because like <laughs> this is right before like streaming had like really started. Right, right. But like they had some way that like like live or something. Like you could still see mm-hmm. it, and I was watching it happen, and I was like sick, like. I should be there. Aww. But, yeah, but was, you know what, to hear, You know what never occurred to me, though, Tahira, is that you were in school while you were doing all of that shit. A lot of it, yes. Um, that never occurred. Like, when I would it. see you, because yeah. I was in school, too. Mm-hmm. I, I just, like... I was in class and then right to my internship, literally. Wow. Like, wow. I lived at Hot 107.9. Like, I would just... Go to school, take my exams, do whatever I had to do. Yeah. Maybe on Tuesdays and Thursdays you'll catch me <laughs> in the courtyard. Because, you know, it's a little movie. And, you know, Tuesday yeah. and Thursday. Fun fact, T.I. and the whole Grand Hustle crew 
it, he already had his first album out mm-hmm. with all my favorites, like Pussy Pumpin' Number One, yeah. and all the things. What's your name? He had a couple mixtapes that dropped after that because that first deal with PSC, yeah, yeah, it didn't do what it was supposed to do. Yeah. That you know, and then he went. It was at the LaFace situation and then so he ended up promoting on our campus like he would literally pass out mixtapes he would have country kang and mac boney and all of them on campus and it's funny because fast forward i've worked with hannah kang on so many things Mm. so it's just crazy at that point i didn't know them at all and nicole garner who you know vet publicist in the game from atlanta her and i went to georgia state together she was ahead of me um, but we were in an entertainment club together. Well, I think it was called Legacy Entertainment. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Okay, I think it was. But yeah, we did a whole like fashion show slash concert situation. But the thing I remember most was that T.I. was our headliner. Oh, wow. He performed. And I remember Nick Cannon was randomly there with a hoodie on in the back of the venue. Like he just kind of, because at that time he was the big star. I think um, Drumline had already come out. You know what's so crazy? I miss old Atlanta. Like I miss that. Like Anybody could be in the room and it was cool. It wasn't like, it wasn't starstruck. Like, it was not. I remember walking up in compound, had him in 14, X's on my hand, and hugging Rick Ross. Dang. Like, hugged him. He took pictures. What's up? How you doing? You not a you was 14 in compound. Nah. Screaming. But that's old Atlanta. It was so many yeah, people there. Yeah. Like, the DJ was like, oh, let me play a Rick Ross record. And Rick, did, like, it, was, it wasn't a big deal. Right. Like, there's been so many times, like, dream. Like, uh, and so, like, it's so many times where, like, Atlanta was just cool. And it was cool to be there. It was cool to be at the event. And it didn't matter. Like, you talking about Luda Day Week, like, I can only imagine. Like, I never knew anything else It used else to be crazy happened. once a year. That's what I'm saying. I didn't, it's crazy. Yeah, I didn't know anything nuts. else happened that weekend until, like, more recently. I'm like, oh, there's other events? Like, <laughs> it's literally only been. And when it didn't happen, it would be like, dang. I know. Yeah. The pandemic like, it, messed it all yeah, up. And like, I'm so mad because... When the pandemic happened in 2020, I think that was supposed to be year 15. Oh, yeah, I was about to say that. Oh, so it would have been, been so been good, even if we were going to end yes. it, to just mm-hmm. end it at 15. Y'all got to um, bring it back. Y'all can't bring it back. I mean, there's been a lot they of try, bring yeah, it back they, conversation, like, but yeah. listen, I'm spoiled now because the last few years, I was a guest. Yeah. <laughs> My boy Chris, he there, posted like... me on his Instagram and said, when he would announce, he would announce, you know, the special yeah. guests and uh, post them uh, on his page. Uh, yeah. And then my manager, Aisha, was yeah. like, Tahira's going to be a special guest this year. So he did a post, but it was so nice. She was like, he wrote the caption and everything uh, from his heart. Oh, that's and he so was like, beautiful. my girl Tahira, founder of The Cut Life, she's been down with me from the beginning. Wow, 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 she wow. Was one, and he called me one of the masterminds behind Luda Day Weekend. I said, yes. what? Look, come on, mastermind. <laughs> so, you know, I still have that post is near and dear to my heart. But, but yeah, it's interesting. Relationships, I think what everyone is saying, you know, like relationships are really the key to all of this. Absolutely. Your work ethic, for sure, showing up and, you know, you have to perform well, be likable. I think some people don't say that a lot in this yeah. industry on panels and different things. Like, a lot of times people get hired because because they like being around you. Yep. I was it gets literally so talking about that the other day. Yeah. It gets so personal. I You're right. I mean, I don't want to be at the bar or and you at, just sitting on there. a plane with someone and yes. I don't 
vibe with you at all. It's not good. Before, after. I think what's important about what you just said is like those are like those are the the key points. It's like first you do have to be likable. People mm-hmm. got to want to be around you. But then when you're likable and you can show that you have the skill set, Execute. people are like, they love you. Yeah. This is a fucking <laughs> unicorn we've yes. got here. It's called Bring being back. an asset. <laughs> yes. And that's really what it is. Yeah. And those relationships carry you. Because I definitely had, I guess, a bit of trepidation when I was going to put branded PR behind mm-hmm. and go into the cut life because you think, oh, are people going to rock with me mm-hmm. if I'm not the gatekeeper for that. The Because the PR girl holds the list. Yeah, We yep. get you in the door. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, you know, people may want to deal with you for that reason. But luckily for me, and I'll just say I'm not even luck. I believe in blessings, not luck. But I realize that I'm the secret sauce. It's not what I mm-hmm. do specifically, but people rocking with me as a person and the support followed. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, you're not doing PR anymore? Now, mind you, I've had a few people like, not gonna come out of retirement (laughs) but that conversation has stopped like maybe like five six seven years ago they stopped asking me because they're like she's not she's coming she's but what if you did though oh just for like one little for the luda day weekend reunion to hear a one-off situation you could you could literally bring back branded pr and not be doing none of the work Like you could literally like like, you literally entity. Yeah. Yeah. You literally could like off of relationships. The new new PR girls. Cause I'm going to be honest. Like since you and Nicole and like Saptosa, like, Ooh, Saptosa. I haven't, I haven't (laughs) seen nobody like come up and really. Well, I do have to give it to my girls. So I'm going to shout out theory communications. Okay. 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 And Erica Hamilton. Okay. Okay. Like they're killing it. They came up like right as I was kind of exiting, Mm. they were like building their firm up. And I think they just celebrated nine years. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. It's different. But even like Luda Day weekend, I gave the blessing like, yes, yes. like <laughs> you passed the baton. Yes, yes. And even and it is funny how God will test you when you're trying to make a move. He'll dangle like little things yeah. to see if you're going to go. <laughs> so like right when I'm like, I'm done with branded PR, I think a Hawks player was like, I need a publicist. And I'm like, ooh, Damn. sports lane. <laughs> yeah. But then I'm like, no, I just knew that it wasn't for me and passed the work on to other people. And even Tamiko Hope, amazing publicist. Mm-hmm. Um, I've worked with so many in the city. I don't want to say too many names because I don't want to forget. But, you know, like, yeah, Theory theory Communications, my girl Tamiko Hope. There's a lot of publicists that are amazing. Angela Watts, who's killing it when it comes to fashion and bringing Mm -hmm. that fashion to Atlanta. Atlanta, Crystal Jordan Mims with Enchanted PR. Mm -hmm. She's been working with TLC Mm -hmm. and also hosting and writing for Rolling Out. Mm -hmm. So there's there's a lot of great um, publicists in the city still. I think what's (laughs) happened, though... I think everything has, again, we talked about errors. I feel like this um, podcast episode is titled Errors because <laughs> there was a PR era. There yeah. was an era where yeah. there were a lot of PR. Where PR girls people. were the stars. Yeah. 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 And, you know, and now, I mean, we see it now on social media. Mm-hmm. There's the fitness crew yep. or there's everyone doing like skincare right. or everyone yep. doing real estate. Yeah. Like, you know, there's different eras of things that are popular at the right time. Right now is the entrepreneurial spirit era. Yeah, yeah. it is. For sure. For sure. 
So, so I, I do have a question for y'all okay. that she kind of like alluded to. Did y'all ever feel like there was a moment in you all's career specifically where you kind of like made a pivot or a change and you were wondering, damn, like, are people going to like, well, you've been doing video Hell for. yeah. I, but I have, though. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like, for me, it's very much still pivoting because I'm still figuring it out. Yeah. Uh, so I pivot a lot. But <laughs> specifically, I guess I can bring up uh, working with Slutty Vegan. That was yeah. a really bad, that was a crazy pivot for me and for my clients. Y'all, yeah. it's our three years. Oh, so tell me more because I don't know the yeah. backstory. So, okay, so we all met at Slutty Vegan. Oh, okay, perfect. Um, we're on the marketing team there. Oh, that's kind of, we are the marketing kind of the reason <laughs> or the, that's how we got here. But I do videography and the visuals there. I'm the visual director for Slutty Vegan. Okay, awesome. Okay. So when I first started working there, it was a pivot because... Clients. It. I had clients. I was full time, very much a freelance videographer. But then you come here and it's like, oh shit, I got to do work all the time. It's like an agency, like wow, twenty four seven, really. So I had to like become very picky with who it was that I worked with because I knew that I was going to be spending a lot of time here, and a lot of my clients didn't like that at all. I lost a lot of them. I kept a lot of them too, though. But that was a really crazy pivot mm. for but me. But there's power in the pivot. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of times we think we're going to lose, but then you gain not just, you know, building a brand or gaining financially, but you can gain peace, mm-hmm. more balance in your life yeah. because it's not all work. You know, the older you get, you definitely The less you want to do all of that yeah, shit. Yeah. You, and, and even when you talked about, you know, branded PR, I just think about even managing folks. I'm like, child, I'm good just managing me right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love this yes. life over here. You know, and I think it's enough sometimes to say I did that and mm-hmm. conquered it and I can like go on to the next thing. And what you all are doing for brand like Slutty Vegan, shout out Pinky Cole, my girl Dora and everybody that works mm-hmm. over there. Mm-hmm. You know, you're building something that moves people culturally and that's a stamp that you can take with you for the rest of your career. So yeah. whether you're here or you go on like to other things, you can always have that stamp. And you just said it earlier about the resume. It's a okay. part of your resume that a part and no one can take away. Yeah. And Listen, it's a cultural phenomenon, so it's a great thing to be a part of and to have that propel you forward in whatever you decide to do next. I I think mine was more so like, it was like early, like right at 18, like I, I was like in high school. People knew me. I had already been a DJ for my since my freshman year. Mm-hmm. So I went my freshman year. I was still an athlete. I like people knew me from soccer, but. When I went to college, that year was the year that kind of like, it was make or break. You either going to be an athlete or you going to be a, a DJ. DJ. Yeah. And it was like, I got opportunity, come back to Atlanta, stop my, you know, my whole soccer career and come back to Atlanta, go on my first tour, Interscope, and be with like, the, the Stoso bosses. So like, that was my first, like my first yeah. real pivot. Then I, I got back into like trying to make it work and do retail and get in corporate America. So I did that a, a long seven years, but I was DJing, like DJing my ass off. And I feel like those years was my grind. Like that mm-hmm. was the money, like everything. I bought my house off of, you know, off of it. I left retail and three days later I went on tour and I'm with Dej and we're in Europe and I'm on, on tour with Dej Loaf. And it's like to be a girl DJ but to also be with a major girl artist mm-hmm. and we're both 25 and we're sitting in Europe in a Maybach. Like, yeah. this is it. Like, yeah. if you want to think like, dang, what's the height of my DJ career? Mm-hmm. At that moment, it was it. And we came back and she got into her position of not wanting to 
be an artist and not wanting to be in that business. And so I had a, a duty to pay my bills. Right. <laughs> and to have to, time to you know, pivot again. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so the pivot came again. And so I feel like I had a time where I was like, I don't even want to DJ no more. And like, you know, not, not so much that it wasn't for me, but like it wasn't going to be suffice for, to meet my needs. And it wasn't that, girl DJs weren't in or it wasn't that there weren't opportunities because it probably could have been. I could have had a great poster. I could have had a great manager. But at that time for me, I didn't see a place and a position for me. So I had to do it again. And I like that kind of rose into like where we are today. Well, three years ago, like this time, three years ago, and we were walking into a pandemic. We didn't know it was mm -hmm. a pandemic, but we knew from a outsider looking in that slutty vegan was bigger than what it was at that moment and I pitched myself I think same with D we walked in that door that same day that mm -hmm. we did not know we thought we was just gonna in my head right now I swear it was between six weeks maybe six months max I was gonna do six weeks six months give her you know give her some some games some gems some fly I'm, mm -hmm. I'm gonna be the young young kid popping in here like yo you should do this you should do that Three years, Three years later. later. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but we still here. We still making it happen. And like, we get to say, you look at Lou today and you like, man, that, you know, that was as, me. As long as you're living, <laughs> yeah. you know, you're going to continue to pivot, evolve, uh, right. yeah. have different interests. Life circumstances change. If you mm -hmm. have a partner, you have mm -hmm. kids, yeah. you have a sick parent, whatever mm -hmm. the case is, you're going to constantly make adjustments. But it's funny how things come full circle, though, right. and <laughs> you realize in certain moments in life how all of those experience yeah. all makes prepare all you matters. for whatever yeah. that thing is. So yeah. speaking of that, I like that you said that as long as you're living, there's a pivot. What is next for the cut life? I know you said that there are some that you have some things coming. Like yes. what what's the next inception of what happens for the cut life? Yes. Well, yeah, so a couple things. People have been asking me about products forever, but I mm. wanted to figure out and I was interested in it, but I wanted to figure out exactly how I wanted to enter that space. Mm -hmm. The liquid product mm -hmm. game just wasn't for me. The stress levels that come with it. People don't really realize the behind the scenes of that. Yeah, you gotta be a chemist, basically. Yeah. <laughs> So now to hear are you a scientist. Right. Okay. There's so many there's just so many moving parts and I had to think about not only growing my business but my lifestyle and what works for me where I'm at right now. But I do have some product coming which I can say here. I'm getting into the hair accessories game. Okay. okay. So I'll have yes. some stuff for y'all like silk scarves, bonnets, okay. and rings. Love that. Okay. Um and I feel like it works because I love style. I love beauty and it's a nice marriage between the two obviously here we're creating yeah. content right now so my next baby is getting this youtube channel where it needs to be we have over 150,000 subscribers oh, wow. but i'm trying to really dive into more unique content because i've done a lot of shared content over yeah. the years yeah. and i'm trying to you know when you're on youtube and you're watching like Vogue content behind the scenes yeah. and Harper's Bazaar. Strictly I want for the cut life. The cut life to do yes. that, but for the for the culture. Yeah. Basically. Um, that's where shit, I'm at. Call us, guys. Yes, because I see it. I, I'm, see, I'm seeing it right yeah. now. Yeah. I'm seeing it. Yeah. I did already ideated yeah. like yeah. four different I I got a couple of people, employees that I, I know that can you. do the, yes. do what they do that are already in the industry. But like that's what it's all about. I think that what like we grew up like we are creatives. We mm -hmm. go to sleep and wake up, eat, sleep, and 
you know, everything else. She I love how you sat yes. up on that. Well, you're like, listen. No, we felt it. We've we been we be, we be getting them goosebumps. And I'm like, okay, the cut life. Okay, we know, like, Look, behind I the scenes. Yeah, yeah. like, like, Vision. The colors. Every, yeah, and I need that because, you know, so Brian, I'm not going to age myself. And Brian's <laughs> younger than me. But... I, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I'm we'll pretty, we'll I'm trade sure. afterwards. Yeah, but but I will say, and not by maybe not by much, but we're yeah. we're, yeah. we're of the same. Era. Yes, we will say that. But I love this because I always love to be. I'm not one of those people that feels like I know it all and yeah. I've experienced it all. I love young energy and knowing mm-hmm. like what your perspective is, what's hot, and that's what keeps me current and in the know of what's going on and what's trending. So I yep. love those types of conversations and would love to have more conversations. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Online because we can't give them all the juice. Oh, yeah. no, no, and no. another passion that I have actually is hosting. Like I have a podcast, but I also um, really want to take a dive at some like TV situation. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I, I feel like I'm at a place where, um, you know, streaming offers so many opportunities for yeah. content is yeah. not limited anymore. So, I mean, hair makeover show, yes. I cut see competition, it. behind the scenes with the celebs and the stylists. I love that. Me but, too. You, but you so, know what I'm hearing yeah. though is um, a little of your background. You might be on somebody's morning show with a little segment. Um, oh, I can see that. Radio. That's real cute. And, and you it's know, really a little like syndication. A short, yeah, a little cut life. Oh, and like you might be cutting it, talk yes. about, you know, who's confidential. Yeah. Who's hair? Yes. hair? Yes. You got to think about oh. it. Branded, syndicated. Okay, but like she said, yes. let's not give away okay, all the stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. this, yeah. We're going to edit. Yeah. Absolutely. But yeah. I need to know this without dropping names. I need to know. Like what's some horror stories? And, and you hair rap- horror stories? Or all, just it could be any or, industry, or, or industry, industry oh. all over the place. Woo. Like I know you I got them. I know you got them. Cause okay, do we want horror stories or do we want moments? Okay, let's let's do a little. We'll yeah. see what comes up because yeah. okay. there's so yeah. much that my mind has to download. <laughs> but I will say a moment that sticks out to me. Is being in Visions Nightclub. Oh my God. I was probably Not underage because yes, when you I definitely first started were. going, I was like maybe 19. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Got a fake ID. Thank you, Miss Shanika and Latoya <laughs> Dixon for getting me in the club. Do you see how she's right. implicating Oop. you guys? Right. And, and, and the, <laughs> my first day there, I meet Alex Giddy One at the door and oh, we've been like homies yeah. ever since. Wow. But I remember being in the VIP where I had no business. And I think, I don't want to lie, because you know rappers be sensitive, but mm-hmm. there was a rapper kind of like throwing the throwing money era. Mm-hmm. Throwing money. Yeah, to make it rain. To make it rain He was feeling like he was doing a little something. But then, if you know Visions Nightclub, the VIP yeah, is upstairs, are, and then the general uh, right, pop right. is downstairs, downstairs. so you he can was... see across the room to the other VIP. The other VIP, BMF, Oh, oh gosh! Wow. Starts the money shower. Really making it right. Completely disrespected what said rapper was <laughs> doing, <laughs> and it was just oh, like, oh, it's a situation. Wow. Like it's it's really going down. That and also in Visions, Visions was a lot of fun. I miss yeah, Visions. It was fun. But um, I remember Shanika was putting together a show. This was like before YouTube was really a thing, uh-huh. yeah. and she wanted to you know, get on camera. 
and she wanted to have like co-hosts and I forget the name of it, but she had myself and a friend of mine. This is how things come full circle, yeah. right? Uh-huh. She had us do interviews. There was an event that Hot was doing for Valentine's Day at Visions and Twista was there and T.I. and I was interviewing Twista okay. and my friend was interviewing T.I., and I don't know if she was just, like, so nervous. I'm not going to say her name because she's going to hear this and be like, girl. <laughs> but um, I don't know why she was so nervous. But, you know, when you're, like, interviewing someone and you're introducing them, yeah. she kind of was fumbling. But each time she would redo the intro while he's standing there, mind <laughs> you, she's changing his name every <laughs> single time. So first, yeah. is this is T.I., then it's T.I.P. Then he's the king of the South. <laughs> then it's and then I fell out on the floor because she called him the Bankhead Ambassador. Oh, and wow. I was like, At least she had him coming, though. At least she was able to keep yes, her train, though. Did I tell yes. you, it was the most hilarious. <laughs> and needless to say, she didn't host a thing after that. <laughs> but, it was, but it was great. It was hilarious. It was a great moment. I mean, to be honest, I think I've been a fortunate to not have horrible Horror, situations yeah. with people. I think the most horrible thing would probably be having a three-month contract with someone and they pay for one month and then you don't hear from them. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Oh, no. That's happened a couple times. Yeah. But I mean, Here we go. when the check stops, the PR stops. So, okay. Hello? Doop-doop-doop. <laughs> bloop, bloop, and some bloop. of those if you heard of some of uh, one of those clients ended up on a reality show that's pretty popular oh can we please Ooh. and i was well, like look. i said i and i could i watched it like yeah i can, I can see why you ended up can here we <laughs> god bless you god yes. bless you i, I can only guess I, I, yeah. I'm but i've been fortunate i've been i've been really fortunate and not to have a somber note but since we're talking about old atlanta i just want to give my respects while i'm on here to clay evans jr yes. who recently passed yeah. and yes. michael Giddywan. Yeah. i mean they are architects of yeah. atlanta yeah. culture yeah. and i definitely want them mentioned and you know we got to rep atlanta wherever we yeah. go those I that was are so here sad for and those kids. that are gone yeah, yeah. yeah. it was yeah. it actually like yeah. that was on one like my, my list like yeah. it, it already always been a list like i i was thinking like dang like what is this number in my phone i could not think and i'm like Dang, we should have Clay. Uh, and that was like on oh, the wow. show. Like, but let me know, on you know, on on the record, off the offline, however <laughs> you want to talk. Jason Jeter is a friend of mine, so he can give y'all some of the backstory. Oh, okay, he, listen. He, he just did a podcast and yeah. he was talking that oh, talk. Well, and I was sitting there him. looking, I was sitting there looking like, oh, he dropping. He's dropping some. Yeah. He's dropping some history. Like, I don't know if Hannah yes. get on no podcast. She probably like, hell no. But, <laughs> you know. But, yeah, definitely anyone I could plug in. Well, to hear about while we're on that note, yeah. though, tell the people where they can find you. We yeah. already yes. know the cut life. Yes. We know. I mean, the yeah. if you're not following the cut life you already. You should have been. A, like, what, yeah. what, are you, what are you doing? You're Why? about mm-hmm. seven so years. What is wrong? Yeah. Please follow. Please follow. Yeah. We appreciate all of them. We're at 1.5. We can go to 2. Yes. You know, and 3. Beer, beer. We'll take, and we'll 4. Take it all. We'll take it all. We'll take and it all. 5. <laughs> the but going personally, um, you can follow me everywhere. Tahira Joy. T-A-H-I-R-A-J-O-Y. 
Yes. Thank you so much for coming to here. I love you so much. Like, we really have been knowing each other for a long ass time. No, I love you too, Brian. And, you know, I'm forever proud of you. We ran into each other at the You People Netflix screening here in Atlanta. Uh And it's crazy how, you know, the pandemic has taken like two years off of everyone's life. I see to hear, I was like, to hear, you got long hair. Yeah. (laughs) Only the cat life. Yeah. (laughs) But it was like time stood still because the love was just still there and that's why I always stress relationships and just being a good person yeah because it it, it works gotta 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 be yes yes. I have fun I have fun too too. y'all cool y'all cool well love (laughs) us the podcast dropping tomorrow. Oh, oh yeah, for thank sure. you. Yeah, I'm excited to, to catch that. It. Wraps up our show, guys. Love show. You can probably edit bye, that. Bye, 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 bye. Make sure you follow. Yes, please. <laughs> that was so much fun, y'all. Yes, yes that was crazy. Yes. I love that. And if you loved it too, make sure you follow me, Brian Patrick Davis, at Black Socialite on all social platforms, and your girl Ace at DJ Ace Star on everything and make sure y'all follow HD that's me at Iconofilm and if you like what you heard you know what you gotta do it's at Crew Love Show make sure you share it send it to somebody put it in a DMs you know what to do drop a gem on them like share and subscribe and if you didn't catch all of that make sure you just look at the show notes it's all in the deets yeah. alright bye y'all we gotta Peace. go back to work Deuces. the Crew Love Show let's go <laughs>